who better to join us uh, than the superstar up there in Queensland? He's one of the busiest men. He actually had to put us, he put us on the side. He said, I'll get to you guys in a minute. Because he I, burnt I, us. He, he burnt us originally, and then he went, I actually, you know, I know where my bread's buttered with the good guys. Uh, I speak of Chris Nelson, and he joins us. Hello, Chris O. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly. I thought. <laughs> I came to my senses and thought, "Geez, I better not do that to these guys. It's gonna. Who, it's gonna not go on." Sorry. Uh, who, who did you uh, drop instead of us? No one. I just made. Hey. Uh, I just worked twice as fast as I needed to to get to you. <laughs> You're a good man, uh, Chris. So we've got a, a little bit of time. We've got about ten to twelve minutes to run through the Goldie, um, mate. Just quickly though, off the top, you enjoying the week? This is uh, this is Christmas for you. It is. It's always a great week. Uh, the barrier draw on Tuesday morning, uh, outstanding. I know I saw Tom at the barrier draw. It was uh, a great turnout. Lots of families and you know, just people from, from all walks of life. I mean, lots of holiday makers and people wandering around that probably just were walking down to the beach, didn't know what was going on. And they, they come across the barrier draw and thought, what, what's going on here? And they're probably uh, hooked for life now. It's such, it's such a well-promoted event. Uh, there's just so much going on all week. There's lunches, there's the sales, of course, the astronomical figures at the sales, absolutely unbelievable. And, uh, and we've got the big one, of course, tomorrow, which is going to cap everything off. And then tomorrow night, more and more sales. It's uh, it, what it was always a good session, Saturday night. Let's get straight into it, Chris. So when we do our card of the week, we play this. You got to know when the hold Hey, we might skip through a couple nice and quickly. Race one looks pretty tough here. Uh, Chris, wide open affair. Yeah, oh, look, I'm with number five, Easy Keel. You're right, though, it's a tough affair. Jamie Carr rides from a good gate. Uh, the form's pretty good. You look at the Armadale win last start, showed a bit of a turn of foot there, bolted in by uh, over five lengths. Stayed on well at Rose Hill to start before with 59 kilos. So on form, I think Easy Keel's the one to beat in the first race, but it's uh, one of the more tougher races on the day. Just a real quick question. Hodgson here for Adam Camden, trainer, stable going really well. Ben Mellum jumps on, trialled well before a, what might have been a bit of a barrier trial for this first up, Chris? Yeah, probably the case, uh, Tom. And, and look, does go forward. Now, we saw a lot of leaders win last week. Five of the nine uh, winners led. Uh, reading in the paper this morning, uh, Navesh has sort of said that he doesn't expect that'll be the case this time around. They will be able to make ground. If we had a shower tomorrow morning, that would be ideal, but uh, I'm not sure if that's going to come or not. But, yeah, hopefully that won't be the case tomorrow. Navesh says not, but Hodgson, the one you uh, speak of, Tom, yeah, was quite uh, quite good at Warwick, as you say. Could have been a barrier trial there. Uh, and we'll go forward here in the stand. The, the uh, Campton stable, they are really, really good stable. Uh, two, three, four, and five, I think, can all uh, feature there. We've got a race number two, nice and quick. 900-metre debutants. I'm staying right out, Chris. <laughs> I've never seen so many horses get ridden out to win trials. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen well, And I've gone through every one of these. I'm, I'm always looking for one that's uh, that's coasting to the line, to win in good time under little pressure, but I can't find one. I've come up with number 10 desperately. Desperately is Bjorn Baker and J-Mac, probably a good choice. I, I just thought out of the trials... The two trials that uh, that she's won, she's probably been less pressured. So from gate number one, you've got a lot on your side there with J-Mac and Bjorn Baker. So I'll go with desperately, but not a lot of confidence. I was pretty keen to be with Steel City if she got a run, but uh, missed the ballot there, the half-sister to September run. We moved to race three, the 2,200-metre race. Um, anything here looks a pretty average race. Skylab up in trip? Oh. Yeah, well, Skylab, 
I think is the one on form, but has the wide gate and the big weight. But look, comes out of a group two and a group three, placed second in group three last time and, and didn't have the best of luck getting off the fence there. Does map well back. That's that's the query here. This is an absolute raffle. I've gone with Skylab, but uh, I think Parry Sound, who also comes out of that last start race in Sydney, can run well at big odds, so I'd throw Parry Sound in. Big boy Roy can improve here. J-Mac on board from the good gate. He'll go forward. And I thought the 10, too much caviar, might be the one that's uh, on the up. So 1, 5, 4, and 10 in a tough one. Yeah, 10 and 11, if it's going to be leaderish, aren't they going to be up the front and one to come from the back race number? Yeah, Tommy? I'm, I'm laying Skylab here. I just don't like him up in the yeah. trip. But query, big weight, wide barrier. I'm happy to be against him. Uh, we've got a race number four. It's a Magic Million Syndicate. Looks all about Scalapini here. I think one of the better ones. Have they decided, isn't this dual nominated? Yeah, running in this race, Miles, for sure. Yep. And looks the best bet of the day. Yes. Mine. Uh, trialed nicely. Trialed very, very softly. God, they were holding him back. He had a half Nelson uh, on oh. Scalapini that day. Yeah, not Is that a named after like you? <laughs> You're the uh, full Nelson, I, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not really. You've seen me. I'm really a half Nelson. But, um, <laughs> another story. Uh, Scalapini's jumped out on Tuesday and jumped out really well. He's a good, fresh horse. He races forward now, a lot more forward than he used to in his early days. So I can see him in the first maybe five here, and that's going to be a lovely spot for him. So I think it's his race. I think he's clearly the best of the day, Scalapini. Tommy, your thoughts there? Agree? Yeah, I'll I'll be having him on top for sure. Race five over the 1,300, the Tab Magic Millions. is an interesting one. Um, Diamonds are Chris Beegs. I've seen a fair bit of over here. It's not the worst. I've backed Jamea this day before. Um, I might just try and find something at double figures here. yeah, well, Chris O. You've backed Jamea, have you? It's going to be about Kiku. Oh, shut up, Tom. <laughs> he backs Jamea every start, this man. Anyway. <laughs> uh, look, plenty uh, will will be um, liking Kiku here, and that's fair enough. But look, I'm going to stick with Mimi Lagarde. She's a favourite of mine, and, and she loves the Gold Coast. We saw her win two starts back here, and we saw her run that great race in the Guineas last year, running on from the back behind King of Sparta. Not a lot has gone right for her this, this year. And when she's had things her way, she's raced really well. Now, as long as she doesn't get too far back, she's drawn okay, I think she might be able to finish off hard. So I'm each way, number five, Mimi Lagarde. I might um, tell you a story. I know we haven't got long for Chris, but I might tell you a story about Brace Sikolsky the other night. Um, had a chat with him about Brooksbyer. But I'm with uh, Tommy Tuplay here, Kiku and Brooksbyer here for me. Um, Jay McDonald on Brooksbyer, but I'll tell you the story in a minute. Uh, don't read too much into that, but it's an interesting booking, obviously. Oh, I love the trial to Brooks by first up. Had issues last campaign. Trolled superbly, and I just reckon it was an unsuitable race last start in Sydney, and they just targeted this race for her. So I think she looks the one Kiku as well. So tell me two play. I'm, I'm happy to be with Chris Wallace there. Kiku and at Brooks by Miles. Race six, uh, the Magic Million Sprint over the 1,200 King of Sparta. Hard in the market here. Look, I'm probably okay to forgive shooting for gold after the last one. They're going to be the two. I'll back one and save the other, I think. But And let's let them go around, Chris O. Well, if they can run on from the back, guys, you really can't go past King of Sparta. And we'll know if they're making any ground by the time we get to race number six. He was dominant winning the Falvalon. Showed that turn of foot there to win. Uh, he'll be short. He's got J-Mac on board. But I think, as I said, the only query is if they're able to make ground. And if they are, well, he'll be winning. Tommy, thoughts there? Uh, happy to let that one go. Um, back back Chris in there. Now, half Nelson. Two-year-old Half Nelson. Two-year-old classic. <laughs> first leg of the quaddy uh, over the 1,200. Empire of Japan has got to be in your thoughts. Um, infatuation of Bjorn Bakers. We're going to chat to him very shortly. And Godfather of the Snowdens. They're going to be the three for me. Four eight and six. I'm probably going to back all of them since I'm getting 
sort of close enough to five twenty sixes and thirteens. Well, I went back to that race at Randwick uh, on Christmas Eve as my form reference here, of course, which was won by Fire Lane uh, with the Platinum Jubilee running second and Empire of Japan third. Now, they didn't go at any tempo in that race. Platinum Jubilee led and basically just bowled along in front. Empire of Japan was, was out the back half of the field, hooked three wide into the straight. I thought he ran on really well. He just peaked a little bit late, and the other one there, Fire Lane, got off the fence after the soft run from behind the leader and was able to win. I think Empire of Japan is the way to go here. He's so good winning the Breeders. J-Mac sticks with him. You know how many horses J-Mac could have ridden in this race, and he's stuck with Empire of Japan. Got the right stable. Comes in a few after the uh, after the uh, barriers or scratchings, should I say. I think Empire of Japan is the way to go. I think Skirt the Law will run well. Perfect gate. We'll get to see how good she is. Uh, tens in the mixed Platinum Jubilee and Sovereign Fund. They keep backing it, even off that wide gate. Um, Empire of Japan, $6 here, looks a bet. Interesting discrepancy between Fire Lane, who's upwards of $25 on betfair.com.au and Empire of Japan, but looks a really good race. I've got Empire of Japan on top two. I can see Sovereign Fund rolling four for Jamie Carr, but um, I'm being hard to beat. But, yeah, I'm happy to stick with you, Chris. Yeah, wide open. Good. Wide Glad open, these two-year-old races. Uh, they're pretty difficult. Race number eight. The value in the race for me is Impressive Wonder. $14.50 on betfair.com.au. Yeah. I'll be having something on Impressive Wonder as well. Race number eight, which is a three-year-old guineas. I'm going double figures again. Oh, I'm going to stick with the Ben and J.D. Hayes runner in Tijuana. Um, and they might just save on Yellow Brick. I think they're the two. Hell, I am is the other one at double figures, I think, I, can run a race here, Chris Chriso's Chriso's going the full Nelson here. I can tell you what he's tipping already, and that'll be number four, <laughs> Yellow Brick. Am I right? You are spot on as usual, Tommy. <laughs> it's spot on. He, he is a ripper, this guy. He's only lost once. He's got that ability to go forward, take up a position, absorb all the pressure, and then just find another gear when he's challenged in the straight. Yes, this is a tougher task, but he can only win these races, and he's been winning them. And they'll just, I don't think he'll lead here. I think he'll probably sit uh, maybe fourth in the run. But once he gets to the front, they'll have their work cut out uh, running past him. He just does not know how to uh, to give up in the straight. So, yep, I'm keen. And so are the punters. He's been well back, Tommy. Yeah, he has. And get on to betfair.com.au for your best price there, or great price. And yellow brick on top for you. I don't have a huge opinion here, Fitzy, so we move on. Uh, let's go to the Whispering Angel Magic Millions Cup over the 1425. I hate it when they call 1425 metre races cups. It's ridiculous. It's weird, isn't it? Yep, it's, weird, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm actually going to go double, <laughs> f- double figures again. I'm with Superium here are the Hawks team and Tommy Berry. I think that might be able to run okay. I also think Amish Boy for the Mar Eustace team. They'll have to get a winner here somewhere. And Vega won again at double figures. It's a triple play here, uh, triple threat. Uh, one... Um, seven and eleven, all at twelve, thirteen, fourteen dollars on the fair. Milo, I'm with you. I think Superium can win this. Yes, he needs. He just needs the the track in his favour. I mean, if they are not making any ground, then he's probably got no chance in yep. the world. But his last couple of runs in Sydney at Randwick, the one two starts back, he smashed the clock late, and then he smashed it again, winning up along the fence last time out. He broke eleven seconds his last two hundred. He's absolutely flying this horse. He just needs uh, a fair track and a decent tempo, and he's got a great chance. Tommy, uh, no huge opinion for me either. I'm, I, I see your point regarding Superior. He's just a hard horse to catch. He doesn't win often, so yeah. that's the price. But you're getting a price at Betfair to come to you either way. So don't mind that tough race. Uh, then we go to the last and uh, over the 1,300. I'm with F Troop here at Tony Gollins. This is the one I think he can get with it. So I know he's been near about F Troop, but I think Craig Williams will get one and Gollins will get one in the last. So F Troop for me 
Um, if I had another one, I'd might be with sort of maybe a Dr. Why Not and or a Wisdom of Water. Tricky race. Uh, F Troop and uh, Wisdom of Water and Alpine Edge are the class runners. Uh, F Troop has drawn wide and is a bit of a query at 1,300 for mine. Alpine Edge has drawn beautifully, is also a bit of a query at 1,300. Wisdom, water's drawn horribly, Wisdom of Water's drawn horribly. So it's a real tricky race. Uh, I like the three Alpine Edge and I like the one F Troop on form, but I have a slight query on that 1,300 metres. 13 uh, at a price, very intoxicating can place. Then uh, look, it's an open book. This is the race I found most hard for the entire day. If it was 1,200, I'd declare Alpine Edge. The beauty of Alpine Edge here, Chris, is barrier one. Stays inside, can yes. save ground and gets that suck run. Might see him get the 1,300 metres. Yeah, I think that's a massive advantage. And don't uh, don't lose uh, sight of the fact that he's got form behind Yellow Brick. So we'll get a, give <laughs> a bit of a guide earlier. He ran thought he'd be immoral then. King of the mountain. So, well, he loomed up. See, that was 1,300. He loomed up. And he couldn't get past, but that's, you know, we know Yellow Brick fights hard, but he just sort of petered on the run. So, as I said, I've just got that slight uh, query, but you're 100% right in what you say there, Tommy. Gets the lovely run, so economical. For the punters, we're, we're all in agreement here that it, it can be leaderish and stay leaderish, but if you can make ground, you've got to adjust your form on this day. You do. And uh, as I said, Navesh has said that uh, they will be able to run on from the back of the field. It'll be different this week. So, just love to see a bit of a shower of rain in the morning, not anything to make the track soft, but just maybe a mill or two would be great. The point about that as well, obviously it can play down the middle and a lot of Sydney jockeys come up here and do ride it to yep. the middle. What happened last Saturday makes it really interesting. But if the track dries out and it's hard to hold water on hot days at the Gold Coast, it may actually go middle and closer to the inside and fence-ish later. So just, yeah, we've got to be really tricky with this uh, speed maps and, and whatnot on Saturday. Hey, Chris, so very quickly, because we've got Bjorn on the other side, uh, your best bet or best bets, please, for the Gold Coast. Race four, number two, Scalopini, yep. the best of the day. And I'll stick with Yellow Brick. Race eight, number four, Yellow Brick in the three-year-old guineas. A nice little multi there, guys. You're a star, Chris. So thanks for joining us, buddy. A pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend.